Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Codex Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Sonny Kruger. And with me, as usual, is my co-host, Jamie Wojcik. Unfortunately, today, Tim Morris is not able to join us. We wish him the best, and we hope to see him very soon. Tim, if there was a shirt with your face on it, I'd be wearing it this episode because I missed you so much. No. I, I, mean, I mean, I would, but royalties. You know, not, <laughs> we, 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 we need those royalties. He, he had to pay us to wear it. I'm just saying with all the, you know, fan checks we give him. Um, okay. Well, if you said it, then fine. All right. To, to wear a Tim shirt, I would, I would need those royalties and need, yeah. need that moolah. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. His face would take up the whole shirt. So we need that to happen. So Tim, if Tim. you're hearing this or seeing this right now, you know how to pay us. Yeah. Our birthdays are both. <laughs> My name, Jamie's birthday, is both coming up in uh, April. So, you know, if there's a certain shirt you want to send us, you know, what yes. kind we, we'd like. Oh, yeah. A shirt with your face on it. I'd wear it as long as you keep paying me. Yeah, me too. Tim, we do, hope to see, we do hope to see you soon. Thank you for being a friend. Yes, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. But with our comic book news, speaking of paying, the guy that I would pay all the money to, Sonny, in the world to keep on DC and directing, uh, James Gunn's doing another series, brother. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you take over. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going into it. I mean, we have uh, uh, Peacemaker coming out. I think it's tomorrow. It yeah, yeah, Peacemaker. Yeah, so Peacemaker, yeah. Uh, this come out on HBO Max tomorrow, January mm-hmm. 13th. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that should be good. And, yeah, so our notes were a little bit mixed up today because, like I said, we were originally planning to have it be the three of us. So, yeah, so Peacemaker List, it comes out tomorrow, and James Gunn taking on another DC series. They haven't said who it's about yet, but what he's been doing, like, obviously, before we remember with Guardians of the Galaxy, and then with the Suicide Squad, and now with Peacemaker, him taking on something with a, a DC, another DC series, it's it's going to be big, and I'm really curious to see which one it's going to be. Yeah, it, dude, it's just, James Gunn does not miss when it comes to the superhero genre which is scary. And if he can, I mean, I know it's a series, but if he could take over like another movie and start forming a universe after, well, Ezra Miller's flash flashpoint, untitled flashpoint, I want to say I'd be happy. Like give, give that man anybody you can and just be like, here, here's all the characters go play with them. Exactly. And he, you know, he'll do a great job. Imagine if it's the Green Lantern series, Jamie. Oh, if it's the Green Lantern series, I'm losing it. I would lose it. You know what? Now I hope it is because they've already announced who's all going to be in it, and I cannot wait. So if it is him taking on the Green Lantern, oh, my. You know what? I, we can end the show here. I'm happy. I'm done. Thank you for rumor milling that for me. Like, yeah, yeah. that speculation is going to be playing in my head for the next, like, six months. I'm yeah, like, it's well, James they- Gunn. It's James Gunn. It's not going to be James Gunn. And I'm be like, I hate this show. Well, hey, remember, you're taking the Guardians of the Galaxy and, and space and everything. Yeah. And look, you know, a lot of the Green Lantern Corps take place. You know, a lot of stuff happens in space with those Green Lanterns. Right. It's all always those space lanterns. Yeah. But with that, uh, speaking of DC, a uh, new D- DC villain was announced almost on accident, Jamie, for the Black Adam movie. Yeah. So with, their, with the toy line that's coming out for the new Black Adam movie, it was confirmed that Sabak is going to be another villain that plays in uh, the movie, which for those who don't know who Sabak is, he's an older character, not really well th- that well known. He's got more of like demon powers or demonic powers that he uses, um, which is great when you're going up against, you know, Black Adam. Um, he was around back in the time, I think by a different name, though. They changed his name once DC got the rights, but I believe it was Fawcett that had shazam and had the rights for that too so once they transferred it over his name got changed same thing with captain marvel being shazam now so with that being said we're gonna have a whole new villain villains maybe that we haven't seen or anyone's seen since like the 30s yeah that's pretty cool it's interesting that they're doing it yeah so like i was unfamiliar with the character of sabak so i looked him up and yeah he looks like he's yeah straight from hell (laughs) Yeah, it, it, it reminds me of, like, a Trigun uh, Mongol-type-looking dude. Like, 
That, that's why I keep thinking. Or Demon Knight. Or, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It, it looks cool. I want to see how it translates to screen because we yeah. haven't got much of them. So I want to know what their idea, like their process of going into it is. Yeah. I mean, I could almost see it being like he's so evil that almost Black Adam has to turn, like even though it's bad against bad, you know. He's got to be the good bad, like the, the not the chaotic bad, but the, like the neutral bad. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like somehow with it being focused on Black Adam. I don't see him as just staying completely bad throughout the whole movie. I'm like, somehow he's going to have to do something a bit heroic. I wouldn't say heroic. I would say making moral decisions. <laughs> I mean, and then he's going to have to take on uh, Sabak. So if anybody has seen uh, Sabak, you got to have something in it to, to fight that thing. He's got a point, ladies and gentlemen. Sonny, Sonny makes a very valid point. Hey, that's the first one of the year. Yeah. I wish I had a clap meter in the background right now. That'd be amazing. <laughs> But no, I mean, with that, though, all that coloring, everything that goes into Black Adam because he's all black and gold. I want to talk about something that's happened with a colorist, which never usually happens. Invincible colorist is suing Robert Kirkman for not for no basically royalties uh, as far as the Invincible show goes. And this took me by surprise because I thought that he was a prominent aspect of the show because it's basically the show with their animation style it kind of reminds me of just like the peel and stick format like you take the character put them onto the screen give them a little animation you're good and i thought that was the case and i was totally wrong from reading this article um he's gotten no uh rights to anything it's kind of like the brew baker situation where like it was hush money but he didn't get hush money he got no money yeah it's so and and now he's suing, I think it was like $200,000 or the rights, or he wants to be, and wants to be part of uh, being called co-creator of the character yeah. and the series. And dude, like, I love, I'm gonna be the first one to say, I do love Kirkman's work. I know it's not the first time he's, we've had instances where allegedly, you know, screwing other uh, like artists or colorists or, letters whatever whatever it may be out of something but this is a big one when it's invincible i mean it was a prime prime comic one was coming out at the time and then even the crossovers with spider-man and everything else like you know i feel i feel for uh william crabtree like i i i wish the best for him in this i hope yeah. he gets somewhat justice out of it yeah because yeah, just imagine like you know you create one of the one of the biggest characters probably the past five to ten years, and then you know, you're Through not getting credit. Yeah. So, and then too, they did say that um, William Crabtree was he drew and was the colorist for the first fifty issues of Invincible. Yeah. So he was on it for a while, and then to see your character that you helped create become this, get this big great show, and then you're getting no money. And yeah, I think I was trying to read. I'm trying to remember something in the article was saying that he he believed he did sign it. And then it was like, no, actually, if it's through this, you don't get the money. Right. It was like right a no invoice, no invoice type kind of thing. Like if you don't go through the process, you're not getting anything out of it. Or, you know, you did sign and you do, you do get like X amount. But even even that way, like if you have a whole creative team and you worked on a book for over a hundred issues, you need. I would go to bed for my guys. Like, especially if my it's name right, is yeah. the Prestige, and then the rest of them are just following suit. Like, I. I yeah. I would. I don't know. Yeah, it's the Robert, right thing to I th do. I think Kirkman's going to come to terms with it, and they're going to settle it. So, I yeah, hope. Let's hope so. I, me too. I hope so. Trying to make the people get their dues, you know. Right. But yeah, with that, I mean, like I said, one of my favorite, you know, independent. We're going to go right on to one of your favorite characters, Sonny. Oh yeah. Dwelling out of the X Men. Yeah, that's right. X Men. There is Wolverine right there, and. Those of you who are huge fans of X Men like me, especially the '90s animated series, I have good news. Kel Dodd returns as Wolverine, as the voice of Wolverine in the X Men '97 series. He posts a picture on Instagram where you see him uh, recording. He's got a jacket on. It says Logan. He's got the three fingers up like the claw. So the the voice of Wolverine in the '90s will return, and uh, yeah, the series which just set them out in 2023. So like I told you guys about it, you know, I was mm -hmm. super pumped. Like, oh, I'm super happy about this. 
So it's great that Wolverine will be back to being Wolverine. Yeah, I mean, we had what Rogue already be confirmed, the same yep. voice actress. I just want to know how these guys sound if they kept their voices, like if they remember how to do the voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear Wolverine and be a different Wolverine from the same guy playing Wolverine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because you wonder how someone's voice changes after, you know, somewhere, something around around 25 years. Right. And, you know, at, at their age, can they still pull? Like, I don't see them sitting in their home after X Men, the series was done. And sitting in front of a mirror and just doing the Wolverine voice for 25 years every morning just to yeah. keep it warm, you know, just to make sure in case my time comes again. You know, we've had many voice actors come after that. One of my favorite, and I'm being honest, one of my favorite was X Men uh, Evolution. Yeah. When they were like, wasn't it when they were like high school? A little bit, yeah. So yeah, it was yeah. a little bit after the animated series, yeah, when they were more like high school geared. And- but like you hear their voices and it's like, okay, cool. You got a new aspect, new, key, like, way to train it in your brain and then i go back to the old x-men series and i'm like this sounds nothing like what i was watching <laughs> yeah for me the, the x-men 90s series mm-hmm. even when i read comics those are the voices i picture in my head it's like that's with kel dodd's voice that's how i always picture wolverine sounding yeah i have that same problem with uh oh, what's his name now uh robert Downey jr every time i hear see iron man on a screen same, same here i have i do and it's, it's for and most people go to like the joker they go to heath ledger i go straight yeah. to mark hamill oh excuse me uh yeah mark hamill is the one because the voice yeah. yeah yeah i go straight to mark hamill on it like it, it, i hear it in my head like i think i scare myself sometimes because i'm like i do the laugh and i'm like did i do that or was that in my head <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah mark hamill like some of those voices were just legendary for the characters it's hard to imagine anybody else doing them and there, there have been other voice actors who've oh, yeah. done good jobs at doing the characters like i said wolverine the joker but sometimes just certain voices you're like that's the voice it can't really be beat no and you know it's always going to be that way for me especially with certain characters you think of uh people like spider-man when i read spider-man i always go to toby mcguire yeah don't know why i liked andrew garfield more but yeah, that, spider-man i think i kind of switch with spider-man yeah and then for people that i don't know i just make up voices yeah that's great yeah for many of the characters like i said that that are pretty unknown and then well now i guess that will lead us to the next subject still mm-hmm. on to x-men but of course. it is the new x-men costume has been revealed for the secret x-men and now the secret x-men has is actually a one shot that is scheduled to come out february 9th and uh, last year, there was a voting of who gets to be a member who joins the X-Men. Yes. And Polaris won. And with this series, The Secret X-Men, it's all the characters who lost. Yep. Who were not in there, like Forge and Strong Guy and Boom Boom. And I believe uh, six others on top of Banshee. Do you know how that all worked out originally with that voting? No one took it seriously. They just thought it was just a contest just to see who, like, the most ob- obscure X-Men character was that they thought. Oh, yeah. And they no one was voting at the beginning so they finally said look this is for a comic a place in the comic for one of the characters and then everyone jumped in and then like polaris took over at one point and just demolished everybody i can't remember if i voted post i think i might have voted banish yeah yeah there was there was something on there where it was like like the percentage was so high for polaris i believe it was that or it was Banshee because I think they were in different brackets or something, but like oh. it was just outrageous. Like, and I, I didn't vote obviously because I don't know the characters that well. I think uh, my New Year's resolution, and I didn't tell you this, Sonny, was to try to get more involved with X Men, but oh, I don't know yeah. where. So, me and you got to talk after this because I have no idea where to start. Okay, X Men number one. <laughs> yeah, I don't like when people do that. Give me something that's gonna give me a hook. Yeah. We already something, did yeah, like, uh, the Phoenix Saga, and I was I, lo- yeah. I loved it. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't something that was like I, I want to keep buying it. You know, I want to go back. You know, see what happened to get to this point. So yeah, you guys are gonna hear me either praise or demolish arcs of X Men. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> that Green Lantern, that Black is Night rating, it's looking, it's looking very 3.2 right now. Yeah, just, just like uh, what you did to the Venom series for me. 
no, no. Yeah, hope, well, hopefully, I'm hoping in 2022, we, maybe we can do a Venomverse. We've gone through Edge of Venomverse. Maybe now I'll get to Venomverse. Yeah, Venomverse. If we do it, I would like to do it as Venomverse and Venomize because they're both six issues. Oh, okay. So that way, we you, you can go back. And it's like you said on your review for Once in Future, it's a flexible number because that was just the setup. The rest yeah. is crazy. So. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, we've talked about X Men. Like I said, February 9th, uh, the Secret X Men comes out. It's a one shot, and that one I want to get. I want to get that one. I think I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna think I'm gonna pick it up too. To be honest with you. Yeah, because even too, like said, it's just one shot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then so that, but that is the truth. I'm not lying. That is not a rumor. It does come out February 9th. It isn't one shot. But now let's get on to the rumor mill. Jamie, every now and then, when we've heard rumors, he'd been like, oh, we'll add it to the rumor mill. So now we should have this segment added to Comic News, Rumor Mill, and Jamie, I'll let you take it away. Yeah, and with Rumor Mill, guys, remember, these are all speculations. This is no, this is our idea of what we would do if we had these characters to play with and if these are true. So with Doctor Strange 2 coming out, Eric Bana is rumored to come back as a variant of the Hulk. Now, with that being said, since then, we've had every character imaginable who's ever been in a Marvel movie be rumored to be, you know, brought back. I just heard today that me and Sonny were talking in the pre-show at twitch.tv slash Codex Podcast, um, for those who are watching or listening. um, They were talking about Ben Affleck coming back as Daredevil. I was like, why? I'm like, you guys did great with doing the whole Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield thing. Don't kill it. Yeah. They said, don't overdo it. And, and you're going to oversaturate that market. Now you're not going to have you, you. Now, every time there's something to do with the multiverse to me, there's going to be a problem where people are just going to come just to see who's coming back for the 10 minute cameo. You know, they're not coming back for that movie for that specific reason. You know, yeah. it, it kind of it ruins the movie for me now. Like, and then too i think if somebody i think a lot is gonna be that see with all these rumors somebody oh i'm expecting this person when they're wrong they're mm-hmm. maybe gonna say oh the movie's bad they're gonna give it low ratings because right. they're wrong oh they're, they're gonna be bo- and everyone's gonna bomb it like the ratings because everyone hates being wrong like like look at the whole mephisto theory that went on since like the disney plus oh, yeah. show started every single episode was mephisto it's mephisto it's <laughs> mephisto we're we're in the well uh, what do you call it uh we're on a Hawkeye. Mephisto's in this. <laughs> Why is Mephisto screwing with Hawkeye? Give me a good reason. Like, give give me a theory where I can attach to to understand your concept here. And none of it's happened. Like, yeah, no, no Mephisto yet. No, none. And you know what? I can't maybe, wait for him maybe to pop Ghost up because Rider. I want to be like, this is where it's happened. Of course, it's gonna be Ghost Rider. Should be, yeah. Yeah. Which that's a rumor mill too that Norman Reedus or Keanu Reeves are going to be Ghost Rider, which I would like Keanu Reeves to be Ghost Rider. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. The nicest man in entertainment is the most evilest. Yeah. They'd be pretty cool. I'd love to see that. And then oh, I'll yeah. have some more rumors you got there going on too. Oh, yeah. We got also uh, Andrew Garfield coming back for Amazing Spider Man 3, which was a big one, which I kind of see happening. And yeah, see, a lot of people are getting excited about it. And hear me out. I want to see an Andrew Garfield movie, the third one, where he's, this is before No Way Home. You can even lead it into him, like the end credit scene, him walking into the portal of No Way Home. You know what I mean? But I want to see when he stopped pulling his punches, when he was just low, like, and just taking out everybody. I just didn't care anymore. But with that, they also are talking about him being a part of Venom and him be the Spider-Man for that Venom in that, you know, their Venomverse or their Sonyverse. Yeah, I was hearing about that as well, too. I think that'd be amazing since they already planted the seed, spoiler alert, for the Venom being left behind in No Way Home. You know what I mean? You can yeah. now use, you can now make that your own whole thing. And then Tom Holland can worry about, you know, Venom and his side the right way, the way it was in the comics, which will probably do three movies of it being completely nonsense. And then the last 30 minutes are going to be perfect. Well, really hopefully, hopefully it gets to, hopefully it gets awesome and everything before the last thirty minutes of the trilogy. Yeah, right. Yeah, so there's been a lot of yeah. I've heard even people saying that they want to start petitions to make that Amazing Spider-Man three 
I even heard rumor actually about thing possibly doing a, a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man yes. four. Yeah. Well, it'd be technically yeah, that would be four. That because he wanted to do the last one with Sam Rainey, and they were talking about it. And then as soon as they started talking about it, the contracts went under. And actually, Doctor Strange, if I'm not mistaken, was supposed to be a prominent character in four. Well, they were supposed to know. introduce him into the uh, his Marvel universe at the time. Because Bleaker's what was it, Bleaker Street days on? He mentions it like several times, like in the movies. And oh, cool. uh, J. Joe and Jameson, they're like, who, who should we call Doc Ock? And he's like, one guy's like, Dr. Strange. He's like, names are already taken. Yes, yeah, so you're right. I do remember that. Yeah. So it's like, he's already established, kind of. So it's like, why not? You know, why not? If you make the fourth one, bring Dr. Strange in. And yeah, that's, a good cool. way to, that's a good way to have Multiverse of Madness with two. Yeah, like we were saying uh, in the pre-show, we were talking about we need that Nick Fury face-off between David Hasselhoff and Samuel Jackson. Which was I really excited guess about the name right, the, 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 the age right of Samuel Jackson, and I was a year off on the Hoff. Yes, so we were saying, Jamie, if that was a, if that was an a do you know, Jamie would have gotten Samuel Jackson's age right, and yes. it would have been only one off for David Hasselhoff. Can we... Can we do it? Do you know where you asked me that question? So, but it was a it was show. a pre-show, so it's doesn't count. Just you know, an extra thing you can brag about. We'll we'll know about it, but it's no points. Yeah, no 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 points for you. The points don't matter. Nah, but yeah, there's there's so many rumors going on right now. It's insane because it, it opened the No Way Home opened doors for so much to happen now. But my I figured out my biggest problem with No Way Home. And I'm going on a side tangent here, Sonny. I need someone to hear me on this. And I've been waiting to talk to you for the last week about it. All right, so here we go. You know, that whole movie could have been resolved with one sentence. Can you make everything that Mysterio said like it never happened? Instead of, can you just forget about me being Spider-Man? Can't you just make Mysterio, like everything Mysterio said, everyone forget? Yeah, they would, yeah, they actually would have solved it right there. That, so he's, I, I, he's a high school student, so he's supposed to be the smartest out, one. Yeah. And I'm sitting over here, two o'clock in the morning, trying to figure out why he didn't just say that. Think about it; would have been a movie, thirty minute movie. But hey, we, we got we got two and a half hours more. So plus we got so plus we good. got all the Spider Man back, so I'm not upset. Yeah, but you do make a good point. I do. I, I was like. Dude, I, wa- I wanted to call you that night. I was like, right after the show, I was like, I need to call him. But I was like, I'll, I'll talk to him on the show next week. So yeah, that takes care of that. That takes care of the rumor mill. And actually, that takes care of all the comic news for this week. Yes. Which is but, uh, great. Speaking of comic news and the pre-show, there was something you said you wanted to bring up before yes. the comic news. Yes. So thank you for reminding me, something because I totally forgot. I went on that tangent for a minute. Um, no. DC this week for the first time that people thought would happen finally happened. Every title that has come out for DC this week is a Batman or Batman family adjacent title. There is nothing else besides those that came out this week. 12 issues of just Batman lore. 12. Now I know people tend to say that, you know, the only reason DC survives is because of Batman. And this ain't helping. <laughs> like th- this this one week is not helping that. But I th- I mean I think it's good that you know Batman's such a prominent character and like the way we grow in our society as comic book nerds and fanatics. Um there's some good books still by him with him in it and by the writers that contribute to it and artists and colorists. But I think 12 is a little much and wasn't thought out properly. Like it wasn't spread out like it should have been. That's how I wonder. Like I know you said like, there was a lot. You said there's Batman. You said there, uh, some more like on Harley Quinn, something like Joker. Yeah. But surprisingly, there was no other character they had a uh, an issue coming out this week. Or do you think yeah. they almost even did it on purpose? Like oh, here's a special week where it is just the Batman family. This would have been a perfect like Batman Day week thing. Yes, that they could have done. You know what I mean? But I no, they didn't. They could have. They 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 didn't. <laughs> but no, I mean like it. To me, it's you're overusing a character to make your point. It was kind of like with Spider-Man and all of his Spider-Geddon uh, stuff back in, I don't know, uh, like 
four years ago where it was just like spider gwen spider-man spider-man 2 uh you had uh amazing spider-man spectacular spider-man uh non-stop spider-man and like everything else like you had so many spider-man titles they had ben riley spider-man it, it it just it didn't stop and like i got tired of spider-man at that point like i'm tired of batman it's too much of being shoved down your throat like where would yeah. you even go? Like, let's say someone say, okay, I want to check out a Batman issue this week. And then you look and there's 12. Yeah. It's like, well, this is what I'm reading. All of it. But, you know, no. <laughs> yeah. you got to give them the, like the benefit of the doubt. But if you can't use another character, it's kind of like nonsense to me. Yeah, especially when DC has so many great characters. Yeah. I know. Most of them are Batman Jason characters. But we don't talk about that here. <laughs> well, like I said, when we were going over uh, Blackest Night and that they definitely show that DC has a lot of good characters. Yes. And we'll, we'll get into that next week. I, I have we'll so much to say about that. But with that being said, buddy, I think we're going into uh, what we've been up to. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a lot going on. Uh, said I had a mail call the other day, uh, decoding panels episode, Dark Knights of Steel. Number one, you, you and Tim put that out there. And I was Which watching Tim. It's my favorite it. one so far. I don't yeah, know why. I watched it. Was did you like it? Oh, it was really good. Yeah, because I haven't read the issue, so I was just going through it through you guys, and mm-hmm. it was great. And especially the uh, I don't want to give spoilers away. Go watch the video; it's a great yeah. one. And uh, especially that the big ending. Oh my god! I was like, oh, I can't wait for the, for you guys to do the next issue, which will be coming out soon, hopefully within next couple weeks, not even, um, because issue three is out too. So we got to kind of play some catch up on that. We're trying to get everything settled with. Uh, Circle of Blood, because that's all that's all done. It's just scheduling now. Um, and then surprise, surprise, we're finally doing deceased. So nice. which everything, like we said, I think on the last show is gonna be so Punisher Circle of Blood is gonna be the last one we're doing issue by issue, then full story. From now on, all the main story and story arcs are gonna be one full story for everyone's nice. viewing pleasure. It just makes Maybe it a little like, bit like easier. A long movie, yeah. Yeah, and then you can watch the whole, you know thing transpired instead of being like eh, issue one then like recommended issue three like that doesn't make sense yeah i do not like when it does happen like you know certain things recommended and then tomorrow uh yeah thursday i will have the boom thursdays as i see <laughs> good yeah you did the action i did the, the voice yeah. yeah i had my review of once in future 23 and then, Jamie, you and Tim have one coming up. Right? Yes, tomorrow we have Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers, issue number 14, the crossover for the Altarian War. So those are tend to be a little bit longer because we get so into those because we're both talking back and forth at each other. We're usually our other ones last, like, I don't know, five minutes. You know, this one's a little longer, a lot, little longer. And then we also got uh, came back out with Breaking the Code, which will be coming out Friday, so two days if you're catching this on youtube two days prior it came out um or spotify uh if you're watching right now it comes out in two days uh <laughs> so yeah, keep yeah, an eye checking out the villains right yes top five villains is these either top five villains or there's a segment we did where it was the actual topic and i don't want to give away topic because i really like okay. topic so yeah those two episodes and then be filming the next one sunday yeah, but well, that'll be good. Uh, and then you want to tell everybody what we got going on for Sunday's one, or will it be a surprise as well? Uh, for Sunday's one, uh, it's going to be top five comic book movies that changed our perspective on the comic book world. So be ready for that one. It, it's kind of because it's not just now, it's not like, oh, it's the MCU or the DCU, it's the ones that we grew up with, that ones that changed our perspective, you know. I already know you're going to go with Suicide Squad. You're a little no, the, the, You got to put the in front because Suicide Squad was not going to be on my list. Yeah, I know, Jared Leto. We know. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So enough. With that, yeah, but so that's our works. We got plenty more coming up. And then next a week, we'll lot. have even more things coming up. And then, yeah, definitely big things for the Codex podcast in 2022. And don't forget, my friend, you also have some uh, a big one shot coming up as well. Oh, so we do. Look on that. Don't. We you only have, have a you lot only have of the one pressure. shots coming up, dude. <laughs> you only have the pressure of the earth on your shoulders, so oh, no I know. pressure at all. 
I already know. It's it's fine. I'm I, I have them staring at me in the background, literally. And then and then there's another one you can't see on camera. So. The night before, you're gonna be laying in bed. You're gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna seem like those comics are staring at you. Like tomorrow's the day. Yeah, like tomorrow. you know, don't don't mess, mess up your up. question. So, well, it, if you guys can't tell, we already know who. Well, you don't know who it is, but you know, gonna be know who it was a part of. So, very very excited for this. Like I'm a kid in the candy store at this point. Like, oh my god, I can't wait to ask him. I want to ask him like 30 questions, but we only get one because it's one shot. So I I gotta. I already nailed down what I know I'm going to ask him. You've been talking about for a while. <laughs> a while ago, you're like, I know my one question I'm going to ask. Yes. So and I'm, I, I said him, so you. I think I narrowed it down a little bit. I'm happy for you. And then I do have a question for you. Do you know what the time man? Oh, yes, yes. It is uh, 6.29 Central Time. Yep. Which means it's time for Do You Know? <laughs> I love how you did that. <laughs> Yeah, but even though I really, really even looked at my yeah, watch. There's, there's nothing here, Sonny. What, not... <laughs> here we go. But yeah, so last week you started us off. Yes. So this week I will start us off. All right. Okay. And do you know, Jamie, since uh, we've been going over Blackest Night, we won't be mm-hmm. reviewing it this week. But my questions are really Green Lantern related. And even I was thinking, I'm like, oh, Jamie. And gonna... th- this is this is how I'm going to get all of them wrong. Okay, come on. Just remember, you had the confidence. You got Samuel Jackson's age right. Yeah, but like Samuel Jackson only comes out like like the groundhog just to see his shadow and he goes away. So that's kind of like my confidence. We'll see. All right, this one, you know your Green Lantern characters, and you know the character of Sinestro. Yes. What planet is Sinestro from? I just said it in my head. Give me a minute. Oh my God. I see this is why I can't do do you knows. Cause it's like I'm putting on the spot in front of people and I don't like it. Oh my God. I was gonna say Condog and I was like, no, that's Black Adam. I literally said it on the show for Friday. <laughs> and now it's gonna bother me. Oh I dude. Uh you're gonna say it, I'm gonna punch my, my computer screen. Like, this is the first time you're ever going to see me so mad because of a question, and I just blinked on the... Give me a minute. Just give me a second. Oh, my God. I know it. Like, it's... His name is Sinestro. He is from... Dude, like, I just went out. Like, don't... Because he, he, he rules the world. That that world, like he made a new one. <laughs> it, its name is. Just use it as to say it. I'm gonna keep struggling here, and I'm gonna be mad. All right, Just give me the answer. Just give me the answer. Right. Del Sinestro of Korogar. Court. Okay, I'm going on my question. <laughs> I'm really upset right now. Like, you don't even know. I want to just shut the show off. <laughs> okay, so, so we all know that you did that amazing interview with Casey Gillen for one shot. She does uh, Buffy, The Last Vampire Slayer, which issue two dropped today on Wednesday, uh, the 12th. But do you know, Sonny, what was the actual year Buffy, The Vampire Slayer in comic form came out? The very first issue. I will say... 1998. Okay, you got a point. All right. I'm so I'm so mad about uh, like because I want to say I was gonna say Kroger. I'm see I'm that mad. Like, okay, next question. Okay, question number two. Like I said these are all Green Lantern. Yeah, night really. I told you I'm gonna get every one of them wrong now. Okay, so we know William Hand, Black Hand. Yes. And do you know, do you know the first appearance of Black Hand? I got to get the issue number. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm. I know it was in that series run. So it had to be the one before it. 
I was uh, say 62 for Green Lantern. So it is Green Lantern Volume Two, number 29. Yeah. No, because he didn't have a prominent role because that one takes place right after uh, what do you call it? Hell is named for Earth. Okay, yeah, very yes. Green Lantern because he fights Guy Gardner. That good old fight, the good old suck fest, right? And no, uh, I'm not liking this, do you know, so far? Um, so, Sonny, we all know you're a big X Men fan. Huge. But, Sonny, do you know what was the first Marvel comic Chris Claremont was a part of? I will say Fantastic Four. Okay, no. Okay. Uh, it was Daredevil 102. He has the writing credentials on there. Cool. Which I was actually surprised because I was like, I never knew he did anything with Daredevil. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. And we both done Daredevil, uh, what do you call it, reviews and stuff. So I was like, hmm. cool. That's, that's why it's one of the reasons why I'd love to, you know, it's we figure out things like that we probably wouldn't have known before. Like I said, that wouldn't have known, but now, now I know and now I won't forget. Yeah, definitely. Question number three, Jamie. We were still talking about Green Lantern for me. We talked about the show, mm-hmm. the upcoming show earlier. Oh, dear God. Who, so far, who is set to play in the Green Lantern? Do you know who is set to play Guy Gardner in the new Green Lantern series? I don't know his name. I know who he is. He looks nothing like him. And it makes me mad. So you're on, the right, you're on the right track there, then. Yeah, he looks nothing like Guy Gardner. I don't know how they're going to do it. I want the bowl haircut, but they're not going to do that. Yes. Um, wasn't he part of like? I feel like he was part of another superhero. Like he was part of super, like a superhero movie before, but he wasn't like predominant. I feel like he was in X Men Futures Past for some reason. I don't recall seeing him. Like he was like a bad character or something. I forgot his name though. I I wanted Sean William Scott to be him, but you know. They had to make it, a pick, it, I think. Yeah, that was. I haven't seen him in a while. He was in Goon. He was in a hockey movie. Side tangent. Okay. But uh, no, I don't, I don't know what his name is. Okay. The actor who is set to play Guy Gardner is Finn Whitrock. Yeah, see that? I No. Okay. Yeah, see, no. I'm, a, I'm an American Horror Story fan, so that's where I will always think of him from. All right. What's, was he on the uh, – it wasn't the Carnival one, was it? He was. He it was, was the Carnival one? Yeah, the, the freak show. He was he freak was Andy, the yes. one who okay. was the, the brat and who was a, a killer and – yeah, yeah. But but great no, performance by him though. Yes, very. Yeah. I the dude that's actually the season that made me watch American Horror Story. I oh, I wow. hated I hated the first season. Oh, I I love the first season and the I, second one. Oh. I I watched like the first three episodes and I was like the same for me and then yes, the person I was dating at the time was like we got to watch American Horror Story and I was like I hated it. And they're like no, you got to watch uh the freak show. And I was like all right, why not? And I was like hooked. Yeah, that was a really good season. So, all right, Sonny. So, tagging off you being a big Marvel fan and a big X-Men fan, I'm a, obviously a huge DC fan. Sonny, do you know who came first in comic book world? Not movies, not TV shows, strictly comics. Was it uh, the Doom Patrol or the X-Men? Doom Patrol. Yep, but for... For uh, kudos points, for brownie points, can you tell me what month? I'll say June. Because I think we did this question before. I don't know why, but you got it right. Okay, so it was June Patrol before uh, X-Men? Yeah, right? June Patrol was uh, June 1963, and X-Men was September 1963. Oh, nice. Yeah. They were yeah. right after each other. I forgot. It was one of the... Um... Free comic book days and Amazon gave like the first issue for free. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize they were this, they've been around this long. Yes. And the, um, my greatest adventure, I think it was. Oh, okay. was the name of it. Well, there you go. So, yeah. Is the end of, do you know? Sonny takes it two to zero on this one because Jamie couldn't remember Colger. Very, but hey, very at least, sad. at least you know Samuel Jackson's age, though, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, I got something to be proud of today, and that is Samuel Jackson's age, which is seventy-three. There you go. I'm just, I was gonna mess up on purpose and be like seventy-five. 
and I'd be like, I totally forgot. No, but Sonny, we got done with do you know, which leads us into our topic of the week. Right. Topic of the week is what do you think was the best comic series of 2021? As usual, Jamie has our top three comments. Yeah. Remember the guys, is there no particular order whatsoever? These are just the top three that we chose and we're going with. Um, Blake Herod said miniseries wise, Stray Dogs ongoing series crossover. Stray Dogs is now one of the ones that I want to start checking out because so many people said Stray Dogs in the comments. It was like, all right, like, should I get in trade? I actually had, I think I had a conversation with him. It was like, should I get it in trade or can I still get the floppies? And he's like, get the trade and they're expensive now. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to check that out. So Bear Reese. Mail call. Yeah, Geneva said Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil run. And I've heard nothing but good things about this run. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a few tie-ins with the vet, uh, with King and Black where it just kind of blew me away, like what's going on. Like Daredevil was in jail and Electra was Daredevil. And I'm like, why? Like, how is this happening? Um, which I thought, you know, hey, I wanted to check this out. So I might start getting the singles for it like from the beginning and wait till I collect the whole thing and then read it. Uh, and then lastly, David Hood comes with Department of Truth written by James Tinian. This one is something that I've heard a lot about. And I know Tim has brought it up a few times before. It's one of the, if you like uh, controversies, like conspiracy theories, um, this is the book for you because it takes place with the whole government and everything else. What did you um, say it was called again? Uh, Department of Truth. So those are your top three in no particular order, guys, this week. And thank you guys for answering. Keep going with them. We love them. We love the interaction with you guys. Um, So, Sonny, what was your top three, four-ish, five comics from 2021? Oh, boy. Yeah, I think I kind of talked a little bit last week saying that I I hadn't read so many things from the year 2021. Right. So uh, I won't pick this question. Yeah, so I won't want to pick this question more so I could – hear what other people say and then be like okay you know maybe i should get, pick this up and a lot of people like I said we're seeing stray dogs and mm-hmm. the third one sounds interesting and uh but me so so far with what i've read i do pick dark ages was my favorite series and then obviously i'm really excited for going into 2022 mm-hmm. you know like i said it's it's tom taylor it's ivan coelho um ivan coelho's artist tom taylor's writing it and then you know it's the story it's the big marvel story that's going on and it has like so all your you know, the big characters, you know, Spider-Man, you had uh, you both Spider-Mans, you have uh, Iron Man in there, you have Captain America, you even have their villains, like one of my favorite villains. You know, I know you guys had your uh, decoding. Gosh, dang I'm messing up on my words. Yeah, it's all right. We do you that guys every got your one comment up. No, no problem. It's okay. People could see that I messed up. But um, when picking out your top five, picking out your top five villains, one of my favorite villains is Apocalypse, and I love seeing him in Dark Ages and taking on some of the biggest characters in Marvel. So right now, Dark Ages is my favorite comic series of 2021. And the funny thing is, he did not land on either of our lists. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I thought I thought for sure Tim would have him on there. No. I was like, I was wrong. He, he was an honorable mention for me. Like, so <laughs> but... Uh, but no, I had actually like four because one was a tie for me. Um, so my number one was Radiant Black. I, that was my story of the year and the Codex Awards. It's still my story right now. I'm loving it. I'm loving what uh, Kyle Higgins is doing. He was a writer on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and basically made his own Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with this book. So it's even better, but everyone hates each other. So it's great. Um, nice. My number two was already mentioned. It's Crossover uh, by Donny Cates. Um, the book just brings every single character that was dumped, thrown to the side through Image Comics, Dark Horse, whatever, and brought into one series. And it's great. It, 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 it's a great retelling. It's great to see, uh, you know, somebody's killing writers off like, oh, they killed uh, Brian K. Vaughn and Chip Zdarsky. Like, and Brian Michael Bendis is on the run. Like, Who would expect that? Yeah. Right. Uh, basically the summary is I'll give you guys a quick synopsis of what I've read <clears throat> is everything that was written came to life. 
So everything from uh, Superman to Spawn to any character you could think of came into our world and we domed it off. So now they can't escape, but one does. And they're trying to keep that one a secret. And comic books are like the worst thing you could ever have. If you go to a comic book store, you're labeled differently. Like you can't walk down the street if, you, if anyone ever saw you walk into one. It's great from beginning to end so far. Um, but my number three for the tie was Dark Knights of Steel because that came out. And that's leading in 2022. And you guys had that as your surprise. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was a massive surprise as well. Wasn't my number, my, my pick for the award, but it was still up there. Um, but yeah, it definitely was one of them that like I, I once you picked it up and read what happened and check out decoding panels if you want to see what happened. Um, I couldn't wait for the next one. It was Tim called me for the second one. It was like, you need to get read it now. Like he was like yelling at me on the phone. I was like, you don't yell at me or I'll fire you. Like, this is how things work. Um, but tied for three is also Venom by Donny Case that ended last year. That Venom run was amazing. Like, it made me love the character even more than I needed to. Um, especially with his tie-ins with Absolute Carnage, everything he had to do with Carnage. Um, and then Black is, or Black is Night. Uh, King and Black. There we go. I got my words right. Remember <laughs> that one. Koger. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, those, those were my definite, you know, picks for 2021, which, you know, I, a lot of them I can't wait for. So I'm a very impatient person when it comes to my comics. Yeah. I think you're, you're not too alone in that uh, aspect there. You know, 2021 did have a lot of great comics looking forward to what's coming in 2022. And we both been lose. We've both been messing up on our words, but now I do remember breaking the code. We have many shows going on. Codex, yes. but yeah, breaking the code, man. I'm I'm interested to see what you guys have for your top five villains. And yeah, I'm surprised Apocalypse did not make any list. Yeah, you know I'm not that big. Like, I if I would have seen them in a different medium with X Men, I'd probably throw them on there. Based on it, but the only exposure I have to Apocalypse was Dark Ages right now, and uh, the X Men Apocalypse the movie. Oh yeah, then then I can see why he didn't make your list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a he I, I got. A better version of ooze from Power Rangers. Yeah, there so. you go. <laughs> the CGI Ivan is so ooze. much better yeah. for Ivan Ooze looks so much better in X Men than he did it. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely see the comparison. <laughs> you're gonna go. You're gonna get off this now and be like looking him up. Like Jamie's right. Comparison, yeah. Like we've been seeing on Facebook, those uh, the ten the ten year challenge. Yeah, I, that's like what a twenty year one. Ivan Ooze in uh, Apocalypse. Yeah, it'd be amazing. We need to post that. I think we're gonna do that on the on the page. On the page, yes. Oh God, but yeah, yeah. And today we were normally going to do. We were normally going to review Green Lantern Blackest Night, but since Tim is not here, me and Jamie agreed that we would wait for next week. We would wait for Tim to be back for the three of us to review. We know Tim was really excited for it. He even said it was uh, his his favorite read of 2021. Yes. So we said, you know, we'll agree and we'll do it next week. And and in the meantime, I've been reading the some of the tie-ins with it so and the tie-ins like that was the one i gotta say that's the one and i'll give this way i don't care it's the one book where the tie-ins do matter yeah reading because before first time i read it years ago which is just a trade and mm -hmm. then now reading it with the tie-ins it does make it a, a lot better so if anybody's reading it right now i do suggest reading those tie-ins like jamie you recommended that i read the blackest night batman mm -hmm. three issue series i did read that I read the beginning. Uh, it was Green Lantern issue three forty four. Uh, Tales of the Corp or Tales of the Green Lantern Corp. So I was reading quite a few to go. Yeah, along when, with the story. once you get into those, the story gets so uh, like the aspect of the whole story becomes more than yeah, what we get in everything. eight issues. So yeah, but yeah, can't yeah. wait for next week. Yeah, so it's gonna be a good one. We will review Green Lantern Blackest Night, and then hey, we will have. We'll get back to our normal uh, do you know? It'll be the three of us playing mm -hmm. this time. Yeah, obviously, more comic news will come along the way throughout the week. We'll have a different topic of the week. Yeah, yeah. We see a lot to come. That's come everybody's way. And uh, anything to say, Jamie, before we go? This has been our, it's been a regular episode like it was back in the day when we first started the show. 
Oh, yeah. Back when we first did it and we were scared shaking and we were just trying to like mumble our way through an episode when we yeah, had I, no viewers. I watched the first, I, I was watching some of the first episode again and mm-hmm. I realized I barely looked at the camera the whole time I was looking down. So, yeah. And me, I was something just, I worked on. I was just like trying to see how I fit in that box, right? Like, so. So, but we, we came up with a new format. We've come a long way since then, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, keep a lookout for everything that we've been doing. As always, comment, like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you guys don't miss any more content. Yeah, the little ping. Um, make sure that you guys check us out on Spotify. We're on all podcast platforms now. Finally, along with all of our episodes of the Codex podcast and everything Codex brings to the table, such as breaking the code and our one shots now will be available on Spotify. Yeah, looking forward to it. So, everybody, thank you again for tuning in. This has been episode 30 of the Codex Podcast. As usual, I'm the host, Sonny Kruger, and with me is my host, my co-host, Jamie Wojcik. Thank you all. I will see you all at the next episode. Bye, guys.